Welcome to Driven by Purpose with Makanjuola Davis, a M. Davis Project production podcast where knowledge never grows gray. Here's today's broadcast. Death is a better sorrow over the joy of birth. Crying is a newborn baby's main way of communicating needs and feelings because they can't communicate yet verbally in a language that could be understood. Babies cry and fuss when they're hungry, tired, uncomfortable, sick or in pain. Sometimes they cry because they need a change of scenery or comfort, or because they need to know you're there. When a child is about to be born into the world, we wait expectantly for it, and when the baby eventually graces the earth, it is no joy until the baby cries. Why do babies cry at birth? Have you ever thought of this? Why can't they smile when they come into this world? Why the cry? Where does the grief in their heart comes from in a world they have just witnessed? Who taught them how to cry to express their discomfort? We will look at this from two different perspectives. The first will be from medical precept of science, and the other will be from technical precept of the universe. One, the medical precept of science. Actually, not all babies cry with their first breath after being born, but all babies will cry within a few seconds if they are not immediately reunited with their mother. This is a simple adaptation that makes it less likely that they will get overlooked. According to an expert, as the baby is being born and squeezes its way through the vaginal canal, pressure on the chest wall compresses it to literally squeeze the fluid out of the lungs. A baby's lungs is similar to a sponge full of water. Once the baby is born, all of that water now has to be replaced by air. And that's why a baby's first cry is so critical. When the baby cries, it will expand the baby's lungs and expel the amniotic fluid and mucus. The baby's first official cry shows that the lungs are working properly. However, the cry may be delayed because of a number of different factors, including a difficult delivery, or a nuchal cord, which is a complication that occurs when the umbilical cord wraps around the fetus neck. It can interrupt normal blood, nutrient and oxygen exchange, resulting in the baby sustaining serious injuries. There could be many more factors. That a cry is delayed may not necessarily mean that the baby is not healthy. A doctor may try to stimulate the baby's first cry by drying the baby off or suctioning fluid out of their mouth or nose if it doesn't occur naturally. 2. The technicality precept of the universe. When God created everything, he said it was good, but when sin crawled into the world, the world that was once good became a fallen world. There were curses tagged to human sins, and the first human to sin plagued the universe with those curses up till today. Hence, everything became a struggle. Nothing happens by chance in this world because it is governed by the sovereign almighty God. He set perfectly in place for us how everything should work, but sin thumps it because sin attracts our attention more than good. This raised the question again, why do babies cry at birth? Maybe an indication that they don't want to be here. We were once a baby like this, so it's a bridge we have all crossed. If you cried when you were born, which I'm sure you did, perhaps you can understand now why you did cry. Perhaps it is not difficult for babies to perceive from the breeze of a falling world that something is not right here. Or possibly, they have already conceived the feeling of what they are about to face and experience before they even meet it. There's nothing more like hearing that first cry after your baby is born to reassure you that everything is okay. But could these mean something else aside all the details of medical hypothesis? Definitely yes. It doesn't take long for babies to experience the world they are born into. As far as I know, tear or cry is connected to grief or pain of any kind. Even a tear of joy means there were once some griefs at some point. There's a change of environment when a baby is born, 
and they're unhappy that they had to leave the warm womb to face the cold and cruel world. A baby's first cry can be music to a new mommy's ears. The cry still signifies that something is not right for the baby. When babies are delivered, they are exposed to cold air and a new environment. So, that often makes them cry right away. Which means, they are saying, this is not the world I used to know. How am I so sure about this? It is because the scripture says so in Ecclesiastes 7:1, which says, you may be a nice person. So, it is good if people know that. There was a day when you were born. But the day when you die will be better. How can the day we shall die be better than the day we were born? It is simple, death is a better sorrow over the joy of birth because we are born into a fallen world. We are born into a world where we choose friends, but we are chosen by our enemies. We are born into a world where we struggle for everything, a world where it takes war to find peace. But the day of death brings an end to all sorrows and human struggles. Every thinking person must consider the fact of death, and should have a philosophy of life which enables him or her to confidently face that inevitable appointment as many people in the world today will do everything to outrightly avoid thinking about death, so it is hard to face the reality that one day we shall all die. This is not about encouraging anyone to be thinking morbidly in the book of Ecclesiastes 7-1, but it is important we come to the reality of it that it is inevitable, and we need to think clearly about death. When death comes to mind, it reminds us that we still have time to change, time to examine the direction of our life, and time to confess our sins and find forgiveness from God. Because everyone will eventually die, it makes sense to plan ahead to experience God's mercy rather than His justice. When you see a baby crying after birth, it is a reminder that we are all sojourners here on earth, and this is not where we belong. We are born into a fallen world, and we try to fit into it. A fallen world we would rather not be if we had the choice to choose, and the beginning of facing their own struggles and a cross to carry. If we are still alive, it is a privilege, for we have the grace to still make a lot right. But when we are gone, remember death is not an end, but the end to a new beginning that will know no end. May you live fulfilled on your days on earth. And may sin never find its way to cut it short. Amen.